Welcome to The Breakfast Show. You are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88 on the Faith FM network. And you are joined, joined by Danuta and my fabulous co-host Lawson. Lawson, good morning. Good morning, Danuta. Yeah, I hear you had a fabulous day yesterday. Oh, I had such a good day yesterday. I just got to hang out with a bunch of kids and teach them how to ride motorbikes. It was like... Just the best afternoon. You know, I spent all day yesterday in classes, in the library, studying, yeah. writing, you know, book reports and essays and doing research and stuff like that. You know, it's it's full on uni life. Do radio here, jump in the car, you know, drive down to, to my uni. But then it's amazing that this, yeah, this group of parents, you know, I meet up with them and I teach their kids. We were doing these drills yesterday. Oh, wow. And so I was standing on the inside of corners yep. and, and they would come through and I would say, you know, I up, leg up, looking forward. <laughs> All right, accelerate, accelerate. And, and it's just, it's awesome, you know, just to, to hang out with these young people and also like have an environment to do that in, which is um, also, yeah, just conducive to like an, an amazing community that yeah. is then interacting with church as well. So that's it's, so important, isn't it? Really? Absolutely. Like, is it, and see, it's those spaces that you build really good relationships with people. Hey, and yeah. and like when you hang out with people like that, you know, they, they trust you, they want to be with you, and then they want to know why your life is different. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's the exciting thing. I, I actually caught up with some friends yesterday that I haven't seen for a little while, and you know, we're keen to just dig deeper into God's word over the next few weeks. Mm. Um, and, and they're already reaching out to other people as well, which is really exciting. Who, oh, who awesome. are walking, you know, starting to walk with the Lord. So, you know, God is good. Hey, I want to share a quote for the day or just oh, something absolutely. to encourage Get us. This it. one's from Romans 15 verse 13 says, May the God of hope fill you, fill you with all joy and peace in faith so that you're, you overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Isn't that a fabulous verse? So may that encourage all of us today um, as we go into the day. Mm. And coming up on today's show, we have our interview with Jennifer Skew. She's always got some fabulous gems. Mm. Um, in our news, we're looking at protection provided by seagrass seedlings up near Italy, which is really fantastic. And in our Bible study, we're continuing on Ephesians 5. And today we're looking at what it means to manifest light. Um, and so that continues our series on living wisely. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. And Lawson, it is our third day for our quizzes this week. Yeah. And the draw is on Friday uh-huh. with this exciting game called Heroes Bibles. So tell us more about that and also give us the quiz question, please. Yeah, Heroes of the Bible is a game where basically you actually customise the board every single time. You put the, put the different pieces together and then you have essentially a new game going on and you make your way through and learning all about, as we said, the Heroes of the Bible, amazing characters and exploring their lives as you make your way through this game. But hey, we want to give this to you for free, but the only way we can give it to you for free is if you win the draw. And the only way to win the draw is by getting more and more chances in. So here is your first clue for today. Who did the writer of 2 John introduce himself as in his letter? Mm. Who did he introduce himself as in his letter? The writer of 2 John. 0491-064-669 is the number to text. I'll give you a little bit of a clue. It's not obvious. 
It's it's not it's not like no. again. Who did the writer of Second John introduce himself as in his letter? It's not obvious. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. And if you can work it out from that clue, that's really fantastic. That's that's but awesome. Course, hey, you know. give us a text. Text us in the correct answers. I also want to give a shout out. Absolutely. This Where are we going? We are going to. Oh, let's see. Wagga Wagga, New South uh, Wales. That's a beautiful city. I mean, it's like it's like a city. It is because it's a big, big country town. That's right. And it's just lovely. Have you ever been down there? I've been down to Wagga Wagga a couple times. Uh, I've been down there because I've traveled through like from from basically our area here in Newcastle, north of Sydney, yep. down to Victoria, like so many times in my life by yeah. car. And so I know Wagga Wagga is a bit out of the way, but there's times where we've, you know, stopped off there and had a look because we know some people there. So I've been down to Wagga Wagga a bunch. If you're down in Wagga Wagga and listening on 87.6, or you know Wagga Wagga, you've been through Wagga yeah, Wagga. Yeah, that's Give it. us a text, 0491 That is our number. You can let us know, hey, what? you're up to what, what goes what goes down in the great country absolutely. town absolutely but you know what i do know a bit about wagga wagga is that it's the city of good sports now i'm thinking hold on i lived in narrabri as well mm-hmm. and narrabri is known as for the, the the country town that has got i think within australia some of the the most sports people that have actually come out wow you know maybe it's per capita i don't know but there's all these mm-hmm. like monuments on the main road um, you know um, the, the plaques are all put down and the, the names are on there and the, the years that they actually um, <clears throat> went through as well and everything. So, yeah, it'll be really interesting to know more. Also at Wagga, there's a National Art Glass glass Collection, would be, which would be totally amazing. I received a couple of, you know, vases that have a blown glass from somebody and they are beautiful. So at the moment I've got my gerberts sitting in one of those. So, mm. yeah, but Wagga's, Wagga's a beautiful place. So, yeah, text us in if you're from Wagga or been through there, what you love about Wagga, 0491 064 mm. is the number. Hey, I also want to give a quick shout out to my friend from the university actually a, a lady who works in the uh, in the finance department her name is Chris and I, I was having some issues with like getting my rent paid or something there was like a there was like a glitch on my computer ah. and so I, I went to, to Chris yesterday and I was asking her how to fix it and she was just talking about how much she loves the show oh, and how blessed she is she's like, she's like yeah I listen every morning and it's, it's so good to see you around here and whatnot and I was like oh thank you so much so shout out Chris and also for uh, for helping me out um, to, to get my rent paid and because so we have a card right yeah. and with that card we pay for meals oh. um, but my my the, the money on my card is running out and I have no ability to top it up oh. and so I'm like um I kind of need to eat so, <laughs> so, but they've been helping me out they've been doing a fantastic job they just put in a new system and they're getting through some teething issues but yeah shout That's out Chris and the team so down there good. for being a blessing to me and also for, for being listeners to Faith FM absolutely and I helped somebody yesterday that um, in the afternoon I met at somebody's home Mm. and they said, you know, I was driving along and some of the the Faith FM program that they were listening to had cut out. Mm. It was during the daytime and um, and I said, well, look, hey, here's the Faith FM app. So we're trying to download them. What a marketer, (laughs) Danuta, incredible. So, yeah, look, if you don't hear it live, go to your podcast and you can download it anytime and it won't break up for you along the way. That's the exciting thing. So. Hey, looking at good news stuff, some exciting, really exciting news. I thought this was fantastic. Mm. There's about one million new grass seedlings that are actually um, look, being looked at to to 
be placed around Sardinia. Now, Sardinia is actually off the coast of Italy, and it's an area that around 2 million tourists go to per year because it's got beautiful beaches and everything else like that. And so, um, you know, what's the reason for that? That they want to actually protect, um, protect, you know, the ocean by these seagrass seedlings. Mm. Well, here's the thing. Uh, scientists believe that by having lots of these at the base of the ocean, it could actually protect its coasts from climate change. So it's really fascinating. So here's the reason they say to this. And what's the reason they say since seagrass accounts for about one one-tenth of carbon in the ocean, but it's generally damaged by different activities done by humans. So when Mm. you think about it, like two million people going to Sardinia and swimming all the time and there's all this, you know, waves that they're creating and everything Mm. else, and so then you've got the sand also collecting a whole lot more in different places that normally it wouldn't if it was just natural there. Mm. Um, And so... What they're actually, so it's from the Med Sea Foundation. They plan to plant one million plants by 2050 across 50 kilometers along the coast of Sardinia and put up lots of barriers and stone or concrete walls and to destroy the nets and anchors, you know, so, you know, from the fishing boats and things like that. Cause that in itself will actually have impact on mm. the ocean floor. And so with this one million new grass thing, so the seagrass is actually called Posidonia Oceana, which is really interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah, Oceana, of course, Ocean, Posidonia, I, um, I guess that's just its, its you know, botanical name, you could say. Mm-hmm. And it provides a natural home or environment for almost all of the sea. It also provides an anchor for the floor of the sea and it holds mm. about 35, catch this, 35 times more carbon per inch per inch area of its root area than a tropical forest, which wow. is fascinating. Because when you think of the effect of tropical forests, I love tropical forests. Yeah. Have you been through tropical forests? Yeah, yeah I've been up I to d- the tropics before here in Australia oh. and just like – just beautiful, just like when beautiful. you when you go out because we, we've got Capricorn, so when yeah. we, we go up above there, it's just incredible. The tropical forest and the rainforest there is just amazing. Yeah. So picturesque, very oh, humid very, and wet, but it means yeah. that it's just so green. Abs, oh, lush green, and mm. for me, like I love water, so like you know, mm. it just those negative ions just relax me big time. Oh wow, awesome. which is fantastic, you know, but. What I don't like in rainforests is the leeches, you know, so you've got to be careful uh, yeah. with those. Mm-hmm. But so you don't want to get leeches down in the ocean here, you know, in this sort of, but here's the, <laughs> but I think, I think that should be all right. I think, I think that'll be okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. The other thing mm-hmm. too is that the seagrass actually stops the wave activity that will then happen, you know, from, um, from, you know, when people are swimming and stuff like that. So it's got multiple, multiple, uh, qualities in helping to provide that protection for the ocean. And I love that because, you know, we're called particularly as Christians you know in the Bible God created you know the heavens and the earth and everything in it in every way and we're actually called to protect the ocean um, Mm. you know and God's creation so I just love what they're doing off the coast of Sardinia so there you go yeah of course if you ever go there you can actually go where are these sea things if you go swimming there that's right (laughs) it's a beautiful piece of land too which is like just one of the most incredible des- like tourist destinations mm. that there is. Like mm-hmm. Sardinia and these areas in Italy, it's like amazing food, amazing oh. coast. Like yes. it's the kind of place you want to go. And I think it's it's one of those things of 
in this case, it's an area that tourists should be able to experience, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. You know, in, yeah. in some cases, like, oh, you know, depending on the, the context of whatever the, the tourist spot is, it's like, oh, maybe we need to just do flat protection here. Yeah. But Sardinia is a place that you want to go and visit. Yeah. You should be able to. And it, and it makes it difficult sometimes when these areas, because of the prevalence of tourists, can be harmed and whatnot. But because they've found a solution, we'll be mm. able to go and spend time there in some beautiful oh, nature. Yeah, yeah. It's there's not, not they're not closing the place down saying no we can't have people that's saying right that. we can actually do both which is actually the the best option isn't it because then you get to spend time in just such a beautiful spot absolutely so shout out sardinia mm. and hey if you've been over to italy if you've been to this this area before let us know zero four nine one zio six four six six nine how was your experience there absolutely. and uh you know what'd you get up to in in this area of italy You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Lawson, it's come time for our next quiz question. We're already getting some answers coming through from the first one. So Mm -hmm. where are we going with the next one? All right. Out of all of Jacob's sons, whom did he describe as fruitful, fruitful bow, buff, by well, I I is that is that the word? Bow by a by, well. It's bow. fruitful bow by a well. I I don't is okay. It's, it's from a the King Ki- James. It's a King James word. <laughs> I a, a fruitful bow by a well. Oh. Is that is that a fruitful bow by a well? What is a bow? What is uh-huh. a bow this morning? Who knows? Who knows the answer? Like this is the. <laughs> I feel like you could maybe f- guess the answer to the quiz from the context that it's Jacob's son who is a f- fruitful, but a bow by a well. Yeah, and it's spelt. It's not spelt B O W. It's spelt B O U G H. Are we going to give it away? We're going to ask oh, somebody well, to okay, give well, us what they think. A bow. A bow here. I've just looked it up. Is a main branch of a tree. Mm. So this this is like a fruitful branch. That's and it's by a well here as in like you know it's being constantly Mm. watered its soil is good um and it is growing well so that is what that means if you know the answer to this (laughs) 0491-064-669 is the number to text if you text us with the correct answer your name will be put into the draw to win the amazing prize that we have this week heroes of the bible the board game that we want to give to you for free that comes of course with the promise that we will if we can get to where you live we will play this game with you (laughs) so 0491-064-669 it's also four to six players so it's great for you know the family to invite yeah. people over and whatnot. It's not like a one v one board game. Or you can rather. break it up that you know the one one equals a small team, two equals a second team. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so you can have it like bigger if you want. You yeah, know, and do. have popcorn, have the chips out. Like you know, oh, oh we can hel- get really hel- serious about chips, it. We could have the uh, <laughs> we could have the heroes of the Bible World Championship mm. and invite. People, no, I'm just kidding. That would be crazy though. Hey, 0491-064-669. Out of all of Jacob's sons, whom did he describe as a fruitful bow by a well? 0491-064-669. And it's quite a well-known name as well Mm -hmm. of Jacob's sons. Mm -hmm. 
There's some favourite names that people know. Yeah. That's probably the giveaway. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> shh. Didn't need a shh. And we actually had it in a, in a quiz question a few days ago. Uh, okay. Hey, 0491 <laughs> You are listening. Oh, we've, actually, we've got some advice coming through from Suzanne. She said, bow is, well, uh, what I was calling bow is pronounced bow to bow down. You know, like, as oh. in, so, so, so it's a fruitful bow oh thank you well. for there we that. go okay there you go we've okay. both just learned something today. we have definitely i this is an oh, so i'm gonna say that maybe mine was an accent from an interstate you know when i said bow 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 did i say bow i said bow yeah 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 Ma- oh maybe maybe oh, all those south australians who speak like commies you know it's crazy <laughs> you know how we said the other week the you know the grant or grant grant yeah i do grant yeah. New South Wales people do grant. Pool or pool. Grant. That's, that's my dad. He's like, oh, yeah, heading down the pool. Like, he's, just, oh, he's such okay, a bogan. But we love him. You know, he's like the world's greatest bogan. Oh, hey, it's our own interpretations. That, there we go. <laughs> so we've got the right way now from Suzanne, which is great. Thank, Thank you, you Suzanne. so much. 0491 Again, who was Jacob's son, you know, who we describe as a fruitful bow? By a well. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Lawson, take it away with the news. Yes, we are heading over to Pakistan. We have spent some time in India talking about Manipur, the riots happening there, and the persecution of Christians that has happened as a result mm-hmm. of that, and particularly the the eth- well the ethnic issues between the Miti people and the Kuki people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Miti being majority uh, Hindu, the Kuki being majority. Uh, being majority Christian and some of the some of the uh, the riots that had been going on and the hundreds of houses and churches that had been burnt down and the sixty thousand people that had been yeah, displaced. If we just jump over the border to Pakistan, we are hmm. seeing a similar thing happen. Now, Pakistan is a little bit of a different context as Pakistan is a like almost completely Muslim country. They have mm. a completely Muslim government and something that Christians have... And the have, Taliban is huge there too. Yeah. Well, something that Christians have consistently run into in Pakistan and has been a huge problem with people who, not only Christians, but who are not of the Muslim faith, is the blasphemy laws that exist over there. Mm. Now, blasphemy in, you know, according to the law of Pakistan is anything to denigrate the Quran or the Prophet Muhammad. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you do anything again in this way, you can be charged with blasphemy, of which the penalty is death. True. Is is from blasphemy? From blasphemy. If you, you go. if you do anything to denigrate the prophet or the Quran, death. That so, is the result. And I wonder who dobs who in. Well, it's often you know even family members, whatever it may be. It's Muslims who um, who see this or hear this happening. They'll dob you into the government, accuse you of blasphemy, and you can be put on trial. And we talked about a story last year actually about a Christian who had sent. His neighbors a text saying, you know, like, good morning, you know, have an amazing day, be blessed by God and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And because they knew he was Christian, it was like, oh, he's trying to bless us from the perspective of his Christian God and Jesus. So they, oh. you know, they accused him of blasphemy. He went to like court and everything, like, oh, wow. and literally being charged with blasphemy, being, you know, almost killed. Uh, and luckily escaped that, uh, level of, uh, you know, 
you know, that, that death sentence. Mm. But in Pakistan, in the Jaranwala region, some imams have encouraged Muslims to seek revenge against Christians over blasphemies. The reason this happened was because wow. uh, there was a, a Quran that was found that was burnt. Oh. And this burnt Quran. So some of it must have just remained. They, they've found part of it burnt and found, not the yeah. other parts to know that it's the Quran. Exactly. Okay. And they've opened up the Quran and the names in the Quran were the names of two Christians who were living in the Jaranwala region. True. And so because of this, before this, this well, this Quran was open, it was taken to the police. They were like, oh, it's got these names in it and whatnot. And these two Christian people were then charged and taken into, taken into custody and arrested. Mm. And then the imams, who are the local, you know, Muslim leaders, mm-hmm. they get up and they get on, you know, their broadcast and they say, hey, you know, the Christians are against us, go. And, you know, we've got these two guys, they're being charged with the death penalty. Wow. Furthermore, go and... Uh, essentially, you know, go and and attack Christians. And this has led to just hundreds of people not being able to return to their homes as they've been burnt down, churches burnt down, uh, you know, more and more people lynched in the street. And that's a huge thing about... That's massive. The summit, when in regards to the blasphemy lords, mm. a lot of people don't even make it to trial mm. as they get arrested and then mm. they get charged and then they might be, you know... In, they either they're either in holding or they might be let out. You know, they might have that that conditional like, okay, you're going to have to go to court over this, and they'll just get lynched in the street uh, by, by Muslims. Heaps of cases. Um, so I'm trying to understand in my head too, like how they don't see that. You know, the destruction that they're doing, what they're doing to the people, and what they're doing to the homes and the churches. I know, I I, I hear what you're saying with the. You know the the two sides and and how this blasphemy is affecting them, the Muslims. But the fact that they're actually not seeing this as a crime themselves. Yeah, that's right. And I think for Muslims in other contexts, they're looking at Pakistan just cringing as to what's mm. taking place there, and and seeing the destruction and seeing the violence and and just thinking, wow, like I I can't believe that Muslim people who are supposed to be a peaceful people mm-hmm. are, are doing this. And mm-hmm. so what we ultimately see is that people are raising up in this violence, not necessarily because they're completely motivated by their religion, but you know, leaders in their community are mm. using religion as a tool mm-hmm. to incite violence mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. the threat of any level of dissension. You mm-hmm. know, I have good friends who are Muslim, and particularly, yes. I can I can think of a good friend now. Um, she's from Bangladesh, and you know, just he, you, there's oftentimes we've talked about these certain scenarios and situation, and her just being absolutely devastated mm-hmm. that like she is very con- she's a very convicted Muslim, mm-hmm. but hearing about you know these kinds of things going down and 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 the way that people are acting in the name of Islam. Mm. And she would just be horrified, would be yeah, horrified wow. yeah. by this. But what we're seeing here, again, is division amongst people. And we talked about this yesterday, filthiness, uncleanness. And, you know, mm-hmm. we talked about how mm-hmm. no culture is immune from Absolutely. this. It's, it's the human condition to take any reason to yeah. cause these yes. divisions and to hurt people over it. But instead, you know, the answer to this is the peace and the morality that comes from God, that comes mm-hmm. from Jesus, to rather than fight against your neighbor to turn the other cheek uh, and to be a blessing to them. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. 
awesome. We've got another quiz question. We were going through the one before about was it bow or bow, and we found <laughs> out that it's actually bow. It's, yeah, that's and of right. Of course, it means a branch off the mm-hmm, tree. Mm-hmm, so B O U G H for those that might have only just joined, and not B O W was the mm. word. So, what's our next quiz question, please? Our next quiz question in John's Revelation: Who was found to be worthy to open the book? with seven seals. The book with the seven seals, who was found to be worthy? Was it A, the angel? Was it B, the Holy Spirit? Was it C, God the Father? Or was it D, the lamb that was slain? If you know the answer to that one, 0491-064-669 is our number to text. In John's Revelation, who was found to be worthy to open the book with the seven seals? Again, was it A, the angel, B, the Holy Spirit, C, God the Father, or D, the lamb that was slain, 0491 Of course, every entry that you get in, every correct answer is an entry into our quiz and our prize for the quiz this week, Heroes of the Bible. We want to give this to you absolutely for free, 0491 You just have to win the draw. That's it. And our answers and also some comments are coming through thick and fast as well. Uh, Wayne's actually said here, you know, look out for the world. Bad times are ahead, um, but good things with Jesus are coming soon. So we'll unpack some of the toast texts more because we're actually now going to move into our interview mm-hmm. with Jennifer Skews. Jennifer, um, Jennifer, are you there? Hello, I'm Jennifer. Here. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, oh, we can. Good. <laughs> good to have Excellent. you. Good to have you back. And look, last week you were covering a lot on laughter and smiling. And I just want to tell you something that I shared here with Lawson and and yeah. Shell online, even that I actually. The next couple of days, I haven't, I've forgotten to do it this week, but last week I was actually then practicing smiling around the house at 4.30 in the morning. Everything's quiet in the house. My husband's still asleep and I thought, I've got to practice this, what Jennifer did. And it was, it was really quite interesting. I felt like a dodo, but it, it, I'm, sure, I'm sure it made a difference. But I hear you're talking about laughter more today and then moving into the heart and brain. We are. We're going to um, focus because often when we think of happiness and joy, we think of the heart, the heart feeling. Mm-hmm. Right mm. Now, there's a couple of very good verses I'm going to use, and I think most listeners and yourself would be familiar with them in Proverbs. Mm-hmm. And there's Proverbs 15, 13. I've got two versions I'll read. One is says that a glad heart makes a cheerful mm-hmm. countenance, but by the sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and, and that was the amplified. The clear word says a happy heart makes a cheerful face because your countenance is your face. So a happy heart actually shows, but a sad heart crushes the spirit. Mm. And it's so true. If you're sad, what does it feel like? What is it Mm. like to feel sad? And what is it like to um, have sorrow? Mm. Can you tell when people are sad and have sorrow if you look at them? You Mm. can usually by the face, can't you? And you and, And it's interesting. You can even tell by the eyes. Mm. Yes, you can tell because people, because I work with a lot of people and I always look at the face. The face tells me a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And I can ask, say, I have a client and I say, well, look, you know, tell me a bit about yourself. How are you going? What's happened? Oh, I'm all right. I'm fine. And their eyes are so sad. Yeah. And and I can can say, but you look so sad. Oh, well, and then they'll tell you. Mm -hmm. But People will tell you, you meet someone, you say, how are you? I'm good. And then you look at them, you go, no, they're not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that's because the face 
reflects. So how that's why when you smile and you use the smile muscles in the face, it makes a huge difference because when you have sorrow, the, the muscles turn down. So, mm. uh, it, and this is where I love the Bible actually teaches us this. Mm. Um, wow. And, and then there's another one in Proverbs 17.22. It says, a happy heart is good medicine and a cheerful mind works healing. Mm. But a broken spirit dries up the bones. Mm. So it actually has oh, wow. a physical effect. Yeah. And the clear word says a merry heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit drains the strength. Yeah, mm. I love that. And I actually know that one as a song. I don't know if you've ever heard online. I've actually said that in my Bible. I've got bass clefs yes. and treble clefs and notes around. And that, that one's actually in a song too. Mm. And, and yes. so, yeah, just really strong and fabulous words there to God. Us, aren't they? Yeah, it is. I've been caught so, out. Oh, sorry, Jennifer. I was, no, just gonna, I was just going to say, I've been caught out a number of times because whenever people ask me how I'm going, my knee jerk reaction, I'm just like, I'm killing it. Or yeah, I'm like, I'm living line. my best life, you know, <laughs> things like this. But then there'll be times where I'm like stressed or whatever. And I'll be like, oh, how are you? I'm like, I'm killing it you know but they can see like i'm like kind of struggling they're like are you are you sure are you killing it or are you dying like what's 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 your deal loss are you sure you're I'm like oh well actually i'm really stressed and i got da, 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 coming up but um but yeah you know sometimes our face betrays us but if anything it it's a good thing because we're in a space where we actually rather than just trying to like you know, glaze, you know, gloss over, glaze over and, and move on it's like maybe we need to have those conversations and we need to talk these things mm. out Hmm. Well, when you think about it, if you look at someone and, you know, I meet people, friends I haven't seen and say, oh, you look happy today, or I've had people say to me, oh, you look happy today, mm. because the face is showing it. But when you look happy, people benefit. Mm. And that's what we're talking so about. True. We have, yeah, I don't know if I mentioned we have mirror neurons and they actually um, pick up on the other person and we mimic them. It's not mm. conscious, and it could be the way they stand, the way they sit, but also the way their their face is. Wow. So you're more likely to show a smile or more joy if you're looking at someone who is more joyful. And also I find, Jennifer, that if I try and smile and be happy and the other person is still like that, it takes so much energy out of you, <laughs> doesn't it? Because like, you want to try care. and bring some positivity to it, but the other, yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah. and I've and I've done it. It's vice versa. It's not that I'm better than somebody else, but I, I think I've done it so many times to other people too, where I've had to then catch yes. myself. Yeah. It drains the strength. This is why the principle of um, smiling is so important. You know, even as you said, if we don't feel like it, and even mm. if you're on your own, yeah. you know, and. If you've got pets, they pick up on it. Yes. It's interesting to, right. you know, when we work. Um, but coming back to the Proverbs in 22, it drains a strength, but the the King James and the Amplified says, but a broken spirit drieth the bones or dries up the bones. Mm. So think about it. What What is a dry bone syndrome? What do we call it? When mm. the bones start drying and crumbling. Oh, oh, like arthritis? Osteoporosis, yeah. Osteoporosis, yeah, mm. where the bones lose strength and they start mm. to deteriorate. Mm -hmm. So this is where our countenance or the way we work as far as the the joy or the spirit of having a happy heart can help keep the bones strong. Mm. Mm. There you go. It's an in, in, because, as I said a uh, number of times, for every thought we have, it affects every cell of the body. 
So, um, so I want everyone to work on having a happier heart. And if it, people have sadness, I agree. You know, I can think of things that have happened in my life or losses I've had with friends or whatever, but it's sad. But if I think of something more positive in the present or use something that will bring a smile to my face, and it might be a photo of a, of a child doing something silly or an animal or whatever that is gorgeous, it will help you. It helps counteract the sorrow of the past. Mm. So the visuals are very important. Mm. So this is where, yeah. There was an interesting man you might have heard of by the name of Patch Adams. Mm-hmm. That was his nickname. Mm-hmm. And they did a movie of him. Yes, it's such a great Yes, yeah. yes, with the elderly yeah. people in the nursing home, yes. wasn't that? Dementia patients. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently I did a bit of research and he is still active. He's still around. Wow. Um, and he has a group of people and they still go to hospitals and <clears throat> dress up as clowns and do things to get people to laugh because they know how powerful it is mm-hmm. in their mm-hmm. recovery. Mm-hmm. So, um, beautiful. <clears throat> It is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one of the things we looked at is that it uh, actually helps, you know, when you laugh and smile a lot, it actually increases the cells to fight cancer. Wow. Mm. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. So when you have a look, it's it, it, the reason I've spent so well a few weeks on it is because of the power of it in our well-being and the power that we have to help others' well-being mm. is amazing. Mm. <laughs> I even think, um, Jennifer, I don't know if you saw the series uh, a few years ago on on um, TV of the, th- the four-year-old children going from, you know, preschool going into a nursing home and, okay, you know, yes. each mm-hmm. child was allocated to one, an elderly person mm-hmm. and those children coming in, uh, what that response was to the elderly people was exactly what you say, they started smiling, they started yes. even sitting up more. They started interacting yep. more. And some of them even started moving and going out for walks more because yes. the child would say, hey, come with me for a walk, come with me yep. for a walk. Yes. And whereas they would normally sit there and the change that actually happened in that time was fascinating just to watch what actually yeah. happened in that uh, space. So It is very powerful. Mm. And this is where, sadly, we neglect a lot of our elderly people um, and they find the countries that have longevity, um, and you often hear maybe an island in Greece or somewhere, particularly Mediterranean, uh, and even Asia, they actually have a culture where they have um, the whole family works together and they don't ignore their elderly people. Mm. You know, one island yes. I read about with a high number of people who are well over 100 actually are part of the family and in the evening, the family will collect or bring the elderly people there or they'll arrive and they all have a meal together, they laugh together, mm-hmm. the children are involved. Mm-hmm. So you can see how important that is for our well-being. Yes. It's, uh, and yes. sadly, we don't have that in our culture necessarily, but we can have friends, we can have pets, we can do things for others. It's when we focus on others and like the Patch Adams thing, mm. it must have given those people a lot of joy and those children to help those elderly people. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. It's a growth space for everyone and a well-being space for everyone then. Absolutely. Well, the other one is particularly in elderly homes they've, they've trialled and done in other areas and prisons is pet therapy is like taking dogs. People have pet therapy dogs and they go to a home wow. and, again, it brings about smile and joy and laughter. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and they've also done studies in prisons where, again, they are given an animal to care for, look after, train, walk, and that animal then becomes a, a pet therapy animal that's given to a family. Mm. And they find those offenders recover well and they've interviewed them. I've seen their interviews and it brings them so much joy and they actually leave the prison becoming productive people. Wow. Where they, yeah, where they can yeah, integrate back into society. A lot more productive, and I guess it's that. It's just not just the positivity, but I think with animals, they've yes. got this unconditional love, haven't they? Yes, they, 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 oh. don't, they don't think like. Yeah. You've just not fed me. <laughs> you've That's just not, right. you've just hit me or whatever. Like the, yeah. I mean, I think of my dogs; their t- tags well all the time. <laughs> we, yes, we don't yeah. we don't hit them. By the way, <laughs> we do look yeah. after them. But I just think that, and and some of the nursing homes I've seen even around this area actually do have, um, you know, a pet a, a, pet, yeah. a pet in the nursing homes. So yes, yeah. makes a huge difference because it uplifts the heart it causes the joy it causes and it gets the person to focus less on this on themselves and if people are in pain when they laugh and smile a lot they don't feel the pain Mm. so it it, uh, and it it certainly as we've talked about it increases the well-being of every cell of the body Mm. so if we want to help people Joy, laughing, sharing, you know, bring some joy into people's lives because it'll bring joy to your life. So yeah. uh, you won't be depressed if you're laughing or you won't feel anxious. Yeah, I can assure oh, you. absolutely. It, because it's, you know, I think depression is something that is a bit of a, in some cases it can happen instantly, but I think from most of our experience, it's something that happens gradually. You know, it's like you more it and does. more sad, more and more, you know, your situation is overwhelming to you. And it seems as though it laugh- creeps up on you. Yeah, that's mm. right. Whereas laughter just seems to, to break that, you know, bond instantly. Mm. And we have the ability to, despite that, feel happy. And so I think the other thing to encourage you so much, as we've been talking about, is you, know, you can put yourselves in situations where, you know, you'll laugh more and whatnot. Um, but the best yes. place where that can happen is a part of community. Um, yes, absolutely. You know, interacting mm. with people um, and being a part of, you know, a group, of, whether a friend group, a church group, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I, I know here on mm. Faith FM, we'd advocate, oh, man, I sit in church all the time and just laugh my head off. It's just the best thing ever. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I'm like chatting with my friends or whatever it may be. So, well, God is good that he has he's given us a way in which, oh, man, we spend time with people and it enables us to be healthier. Yes, yeah. And this is where part of what I do therapeutically is help people to integrate back into having a better life because depressed people isolate. Mm-hmm. So, and getting them to go and do some volunteer work, you know, you certainly you've got to help them and uh, with the depression, but as they're coming out of it, being able to get them to walk and to maybe join a walking group or mm-hmm. invite a friend to walk with them and do things that are uplifting and more joyful. Um, and that keeps them healthy. It really aids recovery. So if you're having a sad day or feeling a bit down, don't just sit there with it. Get out and do something, even if you don't feel like it. Don't mm. sit and procrastinate because when you actually action things you don't feel like doing, it motivates you. Mm. So it's a, it's a very powerful tool. So it's um, it really is up to us. Mm. Absolutely. Hey, Jennifer, thank you so much. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.